In today's episode, East Africa's economic recovery and the sectors driving that recovery take center stage. Good morning, Africa. Welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I'm Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. East Africa's economic growth is expected to recover at an average of 4.1% in 2021, up from 0.4% posted in 2020, according to the African Development Bank's latest economic outlook report for the region. In 2022, average growth is projected to hit 4.9%. According to the report, East Africa is undergoing a shift towards a more service-oriented economy. We speak to John Kalisa, CEO, East Africa Business Council, on what is pushing the recovery figures. What sectors have been at the forefront of the economic recovery across the East Africa region and what are countries doing differently to deliver this growth? Uh, the region uh, put in place a, a, a good measure, first of all, to contain the spread of COVID. Uh, and uh, when you look at uh, the measures that were put in place, they took into account uh, uh, the, the flow of goods and, uh, and services across the region. So generally, the data, even from uh, UNECA, indicates that uh, uh, the region demonstrated a high level of resilience, uh, high level of resilience, and our resilience was um, anchored strongly on the, our food production, as well as, uh, uh, again, uh, the, the service sector. So indeed, uh, the, the export, uh, uh, the export, the export uh, figures and number for, uh, for Tanzania are very impro- impressive, given the, uh, the, 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 the country is open to trade. And uh, one reason that uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm putting forward is that uh, uh, Tanzania has opened the economy uh, for both investment and trade. Uh, recently, you, you saw that um, the export of maize from Tanzania uh, to Kenya grew by six folds. Uh, by that, that was anchored by the openness in terms of addressing NTBs, non-tariff barriers. Uh, between uh, between Tanzania and Kenya, uh, the same uh, uh, again. When you look at the, how Tanzania has opened up itself uh, in terms of tourism, recently we had uh, uh, here in Arusha, uh, where I see it, we had we had an exhibition, East African exhibition. Uh, it was amazing to see um, the, the exhibitors and the, the, the number of countries that participated in that. So uh, again, those are clear indications that. Uh, uh, the region is recovering back, is building back better by addressing some of the uh, trade barriers that have, uh, have been hampering trade across the region, both for, for Burundi and for Tanzania. Uh, but uh, uh, from, the, uh, from the export side, that uh, the agriculture was the main uh, driver of the growth. Again, on the services, we are looking at the, uh, the tourism uh, sector. Tanzania is, uh, again, recording a uh, a kind of double digit in terms of tourism attraction. Generally recently, there was a report that highlighted that uh, Tanzania is now becoming number one in Africa in, in terms of attract, uh, attracting tourism. Uh, again, withstanding uh, uh, the, the political uh, goodwill, political environment ushered in by Her Excellency Samia Suruhu. She's very open in terms of encouraging uh, both uh, cross-border investment as well as an international investor to come and do business in Tanzania. So it is an exciting time as the region is building back from the devastating impact of COVID. We are seeing a good number. Even in Rwanda, I was attending one of the UN UN conference. Rwanda is also registering a double-digit growth uh, anchored by the strong measures that are put in place to contain COVID as well as 
uh, putting in, in place uh, a kind of packages to, su to support SMEs to build back better. So that's what I can see that uh, really the region is, uh, is keen. The region is putting in place instrument that uh, uh, helps the economies to, to rebound back and recover from the devastation impact of COVID. But that the growth again are anchored down on agriculture as well as the service sectors that are now booming across the region. Tanzania is becoming a unicorn in the region. What are some of the strides the government has onboarded to revamp business activity in the economy? No, I, I think there were steps. Again, each, each economy had uh, certain steps they were taking. As the way I see it in, in, in Arusha, I've, I've seen a very high uptake in terms of vaccination. Uh, and they are doing uh, um, uh, the, the Johnson by Johnson. And they, 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 maybe they, they didn't publicize that, but they, they, they took a number of measures to, to contain the spread of the COVID. Again, there has been an effort by the government, the current government of Tanzania, in terms of sensitizing the uh, uh, the business community in terms of the prevention and in terms of engagement. Generally, one, one thing that I observed while I was in Tanzania, they've put uh, uh, a number of financial instrument, instruments in place. Uh, one is that uh, they, they are supporting SMEs uh, to, to recover back, rejuvenate into their business. When you look at the interest rates from their banks, they're lowest uh, across the region. Uh, notwithstanding the the efforts uh, have been Dar es Salaam last week. Uh, the efforts made in it. Tanzania has now the highest uh, highest uh, concentration in terms of infrastructure. When you go to Dar es Salaam, the the quality of infrastructure is uh, uncomparable. So they have invested uh, strongly. Uh, maybe what they have not done, they have not uh, uh, marketed the, the, the efforts they have done. And I did. I want to commend and uh, applaud the, the efforts done by the government of Tanzania in terms of. Uh, really investing heavily in both infrastructure as well as financial instruments that helps the SMEs to, to drive the, the, the recovery, to drive back the, the economy. So it's really amazing to see how the, 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 the current government is, is working, how it is open, and uh, you always uh, see uh, high excellence moving across the region, uh, sensitizing the investors, come and do business in Tanzania. And uh, I'm, I'm sure there are a number of instruments that they, they, they continue to put in place to encourage uh, doing business and improve doing business. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy really, and I've been, I'm on the ground. I can witness that there, there, there is a lot of openness, the degree of openness. The growth is anchored on the degree of openness. So openness in terms of the sector for investment, openness in terms of facilitating the investors, openness in terms of the sectors, uh, um, attracting tourism. Currently, yesterday we had a URID summit. It brought all the youth in business across the continent to come and uh, dialogue and discuss business opportunity in, here in Tanzania. So those are some of the signals that uh, would uh, that propels the growth of a country. So they, I would say the business environment in, uh, here in Tanzania is very conducive for both uh, cross-border investment as well as international investment. But more to that is that uh, they, they, they are also encouraging the locals uh, to, 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 to buy, uh, buy Tanzania, build Tanzania. So the local consumption, or what I would call private consumption, is also igniting the economic recovery of this economy. That was John Kalisa, CEO, East Africa Business Council. Now, quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The Africa Development Fund has extended a $40 million grant to establish the Development Bank of Ghana. The Development Bank of Ghana is designed to provide financing to micro, small and medium-sized enterprises as well as small corporates in agribusiness manufacturing and information and communication technology. 
In Tanzania, the Tanzanian Central Bank has placed a 10-year term limit on the tenure of CEOs of banks. Banks have also been prohibited from offering commercial loans to employees on terms more favorable than those available to other regular borrowers. And a look at the commodities in the absence of bullish catalyst oil prices stalled last week. OPEC also lowered its estimate for oil demand growth this year, with the cartel pointing to a more feverish recovery in China and India. Traders are also closely watching the Biden administration statements as the U.S. may tap into strategic reserves to push prices lower. Brent crude is trading around $82 per barrel compared to $80.7 US dollars for a barrel of WTI. Gold holders can smile again. The ounce of gold has finally broken free of the 1720 to 1830 US dollar area where it was locked since June. The US consumer price figures were a shock, boosting the price of the barbaric relic, which is seen as a hedge against inflation. Gold is now trading around 1855 US dollars, while silver is above 25 US dollars. Industrial metals have also rallied. Base metal production continues to be impacted by electricity rationing in some parts of China, pushing prices higher. A ton of copper is therefore trading around the 9,850 US dollars. Nickel is trading at the 19,800 US dollars, as is aluminium at 2,645 US dollars. And a look at some of the news that is coming up next week. November 15th, we'll be looking at Nigeria inflation for October. November 17th is a very busy day. Ghana's 2020 budget reading, Mozambique interest rate decision, and also South Africa inflation for October. And we'll also be looking at their retail sales for September. And on November 18th, South Africa's interest rate decision will also be out. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me on Twitter at Withadon.